Welcome to Logically, and sorry as I move my mic around because I think I messed up how it was set. Uh, you know, I, you know, we're just gonna keep that intro in. Uh, welcome to a show where we talk about the logical emotional splits of current events, old and oh god, current events. I think I yeah, I completely cut my intro. All right, you know what? that's gonna stand. There we go. Yeah, welcome to Logically, the discombobulated show where. I think about topics to talk about and then debate with myself internally for a couple hours and be like, yeah, we're going to do this. Um, and welcome to the exact same night as last episode because I don't sleep. No, it's because I'm motivated. That's basically the only reason. Um, also because I've been watching documentaries all day uh, about like ancient civilizations and everything. And I want to dive into the world of technology and engineering and why they were able to get such defined things i guess uh now one of the main things is when you think of stone age you think of cavemen cave that kind of stuff right uh well actually it was let's see stone age definition first off a prehistoric period when weapons and tools were made of stone or of organic materials such as bone wood or horn now, I just watched a, let's see, Iron Age is what we consider n normally when we think of, like, old civilization, right? Uh, and Bronze Age and all that kind of stuff, uh, because we think of, like, Iron Age. Iron Age is the final ep epoch in the three-age division of the prehistoric and proto-history of humanity. It's preceded by the Bronze Age and the Stone Age. The concept has been mostly applied to Europe and the ancient Near East and by analogy also to other parts of the world so let's see bronze age bronze age again sort of the same deal just you know gonna put that out there and everything uh now one of the main things is we think of stone age as cavemen ooh ah uh but really i don't know why i did the ooh ah that's just yeah all right uh but if we're gonna look at stone age towns now the stone age uh, ended in 2000 bc uh the stone in the stone age is a list of early settlements uh you had two of three of them actually that i just can't pronounce oh no there's a lot actually okay cool but it's, it's a neolithic era uh, characterized by fixed human settlements and the invention of agriculture from circa 10,000 BC reconstruction of pre-pottery Neolithic B-Hills housing. I'm sorry, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Uh, I think it's a C. I, I'm, I am. I'm sorry. I am. I am going to pronounce it. Try at least. Uh, Asiriki Hoyuk. Let's see. I think this should tell me how to say it, right? Oh, please give me a pronunciation. Ugh. I'm going to have to look up the pronunciation. Pronunciation. There we are. Oh, please just say it for me. Come on. PronounceKiwi.com. Let's see if you guys are any good. A sickly hoik. A sickly hoik? A sickly hoik is how you say it. Uh, it's Turkish, right? Turkish. Uh, I just exited out of the entire thing I was looking up. All right, cool. We're going to go on that. So there's a lot of settlements that were Stone Age. Um, a lot of us, I'm not saying everybody think of like 
you know, cavemen when they think Stone Age, they think Neolithic. Uh, but then, uh, even if it's not Stone Age, we think of like they didn't have a lot of stuff. They had fulcrums, they had levers. That's really it. You know, how did they move all this stuff? And I was looking at, I was watching this one uh, documentary called The Cradle of the Gods. I believe. I also watched one called Buried Truth of the Maya. Super interesting. I might have mentioned that in this episode. I might do a part two of Urgent Alien? No, I don't know why. Early Civilizations. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of. Um, I might do that just because it's good. And apparently Buried Truth of the Maya is a series. Did I not watch part two of that? Wait, I have to try this. No. No, it says very truth suggested details it says it's 47 minutes I'm assuming that means there's only one episode because I watched the one episode it's under the series thing in Disney Plus though so we'll see it's from Nat Geo I don't even actually know how reputable Nat Geo is uh, I'm not sure they're super reputable though are they <laughs> no it's a one part thing alright cool thank you Th thank you for lying to me uh, so I watched that and I watched one called Cradle of the Gods. I'm trying to go back through, make sure Cradle of the Gods is like an actual uh, thing that is what it's called. I'll talk until I find it anyways. But but so I was watching these and Cradle of the Gods is about uh, Stone Age. About I think it was about the place I tried to pronounce. It was about somewhere near that. It was in like sort of western-ish Turkey. Uh and they said that they had found these, like, <clears throat> what seemed to be, like, burial, uh, or, like, rituals that have to do with death, basically, uh, where they would, I don't think they would bury the body, I have no idea what they said they would actually do with the body, also, I just noticed that, like, that clearing my throat is, like, a giant spike on here, I'm so sorry if that's loud, uh, if you don't know, my episodes are gonna be decently unedited now so sorry uh but i can't even find this thing yeah but they were talking about like how they were built and everything and they said that they had these pillars that were uh seven meters in height yeah cradle of the gods that is what it's called cool so uh, there were seven meters in height and around 12 to 13 tons. Uh, which is ridiculous. I'm not saying that's ridiculous, like, the height ratio to the weight ratio, because they're made of pure, they're made of straight up stone. Uh, because that is, that is 22 feet and 11 inches, apparently, which is very, very high. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, 22 feet. That's uh, 22, basically 23 feet, rounded up. Uh, it's a lot, yeah. But this is, I mean, like, they're tall. They're super tall. And they are the support beams of these structures and everything. And they have these giant, uh, or there, there were some smaller versions that are about four or five meters uh, that were the support structures for these, or the beam support structures for these buildings all around them. But there were two that were in the middle of the building, uh, that had that still had like a support T on top, but wasn't connected to anything. Uh, and they had what we believe to be the first depictions of like religion in any way. Um, now, if you don't know, it's believed to it, it 
at least it has been believed to th- or been perceived that it went you know hunter gatherers and then we farmed and settled down or we learned how to farm we settled down and that extra time of like being settled down and having home that kind of thing that is what drove us to religion because that gave us more time to ponder that gave us more time to think and as humans it's exactly what we do we think you know like that's a big thing so when it comes to that kind of thing which is actually super cool i found the oh there's a pompeii one i am watching this uh later at least but so it makes you think like how did they get that stuff And, of course, they go through, like, how long this would have taken, how they did this, you know, that kind of thing. And they went through, like, because they had carvings on them as well, like, decent, like, good carvings, you know, even for being thousands of years old. Uh, But they go through the carvings, and they're like, well, yeah, this is, you know, they had stone tools, and they actually had one guy, because it's like, well, how long, if you had to estimate how long this takes, how would you estimate? And he said, well, if I do the same carving, and it's just one of me, and it's only one of the carvings, we can estimate from there. Now, they may be a little faster at the craft because they were stonework masters at the time. Um, we, we probably have stone... I mean, we have, I'm sure we have people who are stonework masters today with stone tools and all that kind of stuff. But we have no need when we're making carvings to use stone tools like that, or at least like they did. So when they make that kind of stuff, you have to estimate a little differently. Uh, and then, of course, they're like, well, transportation of these... 13 ton stones you know like how did they do that and it's like well they would have probably have a fulcrum there that they would lift it up onto another thing with using a lever uh, and take a good couple people and to carve one of those stones out in general they estimated there'd be about 50 ish people um, and to transport 50 people could also do that pretty comfortably um, what they would do is they'd stick in they'd have them it's sort of like sailing but on land uh, and you would stand outside the quote-unquote boat uh, the stone on logs and it's not like one of those where you just push it up logs or something like that like uh, I believe Vikings used to put boats in the water by doing that I'm sure other people have too that's my first thing that comes to mind is Viking boats on logs but I'm thinking like uh, you would stick it under there and as you push the lever forward the boat or as you pull it back sorry as you pull it back it moves the boat forward the boat the load whatever you have on there forward so, and they would do that until it gets to the point where they need it to, and they would lift it up once again. Uh, now again, not by pure brute muscle on person strength, because that is an unrivaled amount of weight. Uh, so they would continuously do that. It was just, it was astonishing, because it's such detail and such care. Uh, but those structures made like that have lasted thousands and thousands of years. Which is interesting but not really because if you think of the man hours that went into it and everything and if you're looking at it from an economical standpoint that would cost an absolute fortune today to have that same kind of project done even with today's tools you know so and if you're looking at like the hours of paying them back then whew, that, it gets pricey huh but and you think of that and you think of like a, a modern day house though you could easily get something like that built. Actually, I don't know how, how much is like 13 tons of stone cost. Let's see if we can look that up real quick. How much does 13 tons of stone cost? 
Oh, well, it tells me how much 13 tons of gravel costs. Uh, how much is a ton of stone? Uh, pine, pea, gravel, and crushed clamshells per cubic yard and turn. 50 per ton. $50 a ton? Okay. Crushed stone is costlier. Uh, nope, that's just telling me gravel to gravel a road or something like that. How many bags of rocks are in a ton? I don't care. Cheapest rock or landscaping. Yeah, gravel. Gravel is just a bunch of rocks, though, so yeah, that makes sense. Uh, well. No surprise to anybody. There is no, you know. Yeah, to no surprise to anybody. There's no, like, actual, <laughs> there's no actual, like, price on here that I can see for, maybe I'm searching it wrong, actually, but you're looking at it and you're like, hey, how much stuns, stuns, oh, I can't even talk right now, which is bad, because this is what I'm doing with my time. How much does 13 tons of stone cost? How much does 13 tons of solid stone, maybe? Let's see. Let's see if that changes our results here. I'm not doing heavy research on this, by the way. I'm just kind of seeing. Uh, no, most of these are for landscaping, which, like, of course, that's what it's going to be for, because that's the actual unit of measurement for it. Um, so I don't know, I'd have to do like heavy research, I guess, to see what that price would be like to get like a, I don't know, contact a quarry and be like, Hey, I need just a really big rock. They ask you how big and you're like, well, the end product needs to be 13 tons, about seven meters tall. So maybe we go with like nine meters tall however many tons it just has to be kind of thick <laughs> see how much that costs you i guess like there's a quarry nearby me maybe i'll do that tomorrow i absolutely will not do that tomorrow so you know but that uh, you think of that kind of thing and it's 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 a little wild on the pricing and a little wild on like the man hours it actually took to do something like that because that's that's insane that's a lot you know uh, but you look at how these people did it and of course easter island has you know, the carved Easter Island faces, uh, Stonehenge has those giant rocks. It's insane. Uh, that's not even including, like, the Mayans and the Egyptians. But people think about how they did it and everything, and they don't think... And, of course, like, we think, like, yeah, they had these tools. But I actually see it quite reasonable that they did it. Not gonna lie. Like, it may have taken a long time, yeah, but, like, Egypt wasn't... <laughs> Rome wasn't built overnight, that kind of deal, you know, like, Egypt wasn't built overnight, it's not like they just had a pyramid, no, like, every piece of art we've gotten from the Egyptians is either a historical thing, or, like, we can tell they were building a pyramid at the time, you know, like, they, they take a very, very long time to build, that's why there's not hundreds of thousands of them, probably, uh, Stonehenge, there's only one Stonehenge for a damn reason, I can guarantee you that, how they got the rocks on top of each other? No clue. I don't know. Maybe they had a heads up on the whole pulley design system. 
I have no idea when Stonehenge. You know, I, I don't. You know, that's one of the things on, on this show that I like is when I say I don't have an idea of when something was built or made or founded or whatever. We'll look it up. So when was Stone? When was Stonehenge built? It's estimated it was built in three thousand BC. Wow. Uh, let's see when. Let's see when were when were when were pulleys invented. Fifteen hundred BC is when pulleys were invented in Mesopotamia, or at least it's thought that in fifteen hundred BC people in Mesopotamia were using rope pulleys for hoisting water. The first documented use of compound pulleys in a block and tackle system is that of uh, Archimedes. I should know this. Count it. I'm a little bit of a history buff. Uh, it's almost certain they were used... Okay, yeah. And it's almost certain they were used in the building of the famous Stonehenge in the UK. I was going to say, because that's the thing, is to lift those rocks like that, you probably have to have pulleys. Like, it's... If not, you get a lot of really strong people. Uh, but I don't know if you've seen, like, strongman competitions, that kind of thing. Some of the strongest people in the world ever, to our knowledge. Uh, the rocks they lift are still not that big, comparatively. <laughs> you know? Uh, they could lift like a, ch a, a small chunk of Stonehenge, and that's it. Like a very small fragment of Stonehenge. It's still very, very heavy rock, so like, you know, don't come after me. <laughs> and they're still very, very, very heavy. But yeah, so they, they had the technology. So, thinking about it logically, as this show is supposed to do, um, it just takes time, you know? Like, this that kind of thing just takes time. Discovering why and where you do stuff like that uh you just go through and you're like hey how do they do it you look at technology they had they had levers they had fulcrums uh fulcrums and levers kind of come together uh they had pulleys they had wedges uh, some of them at specific dates and times knew their engineering had you know gotten far enough to where they could understand and they knew how to work with specific types of like minerals, metals, that kind of thing. And then, of course, they also knew how specific things worked when it came to, I don't know, arches, uh, the structural integrity of specific shapes, that kind of thing. Uh, and that's like, you know, it might be things that we learn at a young age today, but we only learn it at a young age today because they discovered that kind of thing. And, of course, like, there are civilizations that we don't know ever existed, I'm sure, that are still just out there, buried, waiting to be discovered by some crazy archaeologist who's just like, I want to dig there. And then they're told by somebody, who knows who, that they're allowed to dig there. And it's like a wet dream, which I can relate to when there's something like pops up that I'm like, yo, I want to talk about that. It's exactly how I feel. I'm like, yes, this is. This is it, dude. This is exactly what I wanted to do. But, and that's the big thing about it as well as, you know, coming through and seeing that, like, new things pop up or you have this irk or just this tiny, tiny inkling that something can go right. You'll go for it. And that's how people invent things. So, you know, that's my small talk on a prehistoric. Uh, it's not really prehistoric. It's, it's you know, uh, ancient 
civilization, right? Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to name the episode. I was trying to think of the name for the episode, but I couldn't. It's it's still late. It's still late. It's like 3.30 now. I recorded the last episode at 2.30, same day. It's 3.30 a.m., by the way. Uh, still tired. Still very tired. <laughs> uh, but, you know, be nice to one of the child... Wow, this is... Y'all are gonna hear everything today. And last episode also was not edited, but I did. I did a little better. It's, this one's not as good. Uh, be nice to one each other. Be nice to one another. Uh, you know, if you have differing opinions with somebody, work it out. Talk to them. And if you if you still can't get them to agree with you, look at your own opinion logically. Try to think about it. Try to incorporate logical thinking into your everyday life. And let me know how it works out for you. Something I forgot to mention in the last episode is if you have any questions, concerns, comments, uh, topics you want me to talk about. Now, I do have a list of them, um, so it might be a little bit before I get to your topic, as well as episodes only come out every Tuesday and Friday. So two times a week, you know, take me a little bit to get through my topics. I might talk about it a little sooner if I'm, you know, if I look at it, I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, and I will say that you gave me the inspiration in the episode. I'm not going to leave out credit or anything like that. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at A-G-E-Fluffy. That's A-G-E-F-L-U-F-F-Y. Uh, message me, direct, you know, like anything like that. I don't mind. Uh, other than that, I'll see y'all later.